Alright, hello, I am here with uh, Warren K, um, a SoundCloud uh, producer and rapper, you would say. Yes, sir. And uh, I just wanted to start off with a little bit of uh, background uh, questions and stuff on, you know, uh, your history, uh, where the interest in your career started, um, just kind of stuff like that. As far as the background... I started when I was 13, just rapping. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of influences in my career that influenced me. But to keep it brief, I'd say, you know, a couple MCs were Lil Wayne, Busta Rhymes, Eminem, um, 50 Cent, Wiz Khalifa, Mac Miller. That was Those are definitely kind of the OGs of what started my wanting to rap and shit like that. And then as it just progressed, I got more deeper and deeper into the underground scene and um, discovered dudes like Chester Watson, Grimdoza, uh, Biscuit, Bushido, um, Bryson McGee, you know, just like that, that specific uh, underground scene. But, but yeah, I just started rapping when I was 13 and then just prospered. And, and then I started making beats and then, you know, just upgraded my equipment and just kept going. Yeah, uh, honestly, inspirations are a big thing. Um, upgrading your equipment, I understand stuff like that. Uh, it's definitely, I feel like uh, starting out young or early in your career, you feel like uh, equipment is one of the most important things, but it's one of those quick to realize things that like you just got to keep doing what you're doing first and like actually putting out stuff and then you can get there after that but yeah, yeah no yeah. um so 13 years old yeah honestly that's crazy uh how do you uh learn like any beat making did you learn any uh, not really music theory but like just I- ideas and skills and stuff like that and beat making through like just listening youtube videos so it was always a very difficult process of making beats when I first started out. I just didn't understand it. I didn't have any music theory. So it was all YouTube shit. I had got, I first had a crack version of FL and I didn't do any beat making on that. It was just recording. And then I was just researching DAWs and I, I didn't really want to do like the mainstream shit. I wanted to branch out and have something different. Her name, I think it's Mind Sign. Do you know who that is? I hope I'm I hope I, I'm, f- I'm not I'm not sure I'm familiar. But anyway, these were just two producers at the time that used that software and I was really big into them and I was just I wanted to use that software so I downloaded or I bought Propellerhead Reason is what it's called and I just started making mm-hmm. beats on that and then I would just watch YouTube tutorials and just slowly build off that and then I remember senior year of high school, I took guitar one and two, and that really helped me to understand music theory at a basic level. And um, just, yeah, I, f- I, I feel like after I took guitar in high school, that was when it really took off and when I started to really understand how to make beats, but I was always trying. Just the variety and just kind of like the way ideas come up. Um some of your recent ones were good. I mean, I did check out Open Eyes just because, uh, or Open Your Eyes just because it was on the top. But I mean, even some of the older stuff, I really do like your part in Catacombs as well. I really like that because I'm I'm a very like 
uh, I really appreciate like Suicide Boys, and it just kind of gave me like a Suicide Boys ish kind of feel. Uh, but no, I was scrolling through listening to uh, a lot of the ones that you produce because I was trying to get your kind of production style, and I really do like it. Um, I think it's something very different. Um, is there any kind of like signature sounds that you kind of repeat in your beats or any kind of styles or things that you try to reuse? Definitely. Um, there was, I remember this one time, there was this point in a point of time in my life where I was like always getting in trouble and shit. So my parents had to dish me off to my grandma to just watch over me. And she, we, we would just hang out and watch old movies and, uh, she would play records for me. I, I, I just always like, was like, that's cool that my, my grandma had like a bunch of records and shit. And I just remembered that really influenced my production style because, it was all like 20s 30s 40s type of shit that my grandma liked and had and just like uh swing and and like different shit uh jazz specifically and stuff like that and mm-hmm. i just correlated that into my music and she gave me a bunch of records she let me take all those and shit so i had all those and i then i got into sampling and got a a vinyl uh you know a sampler or whatever uh digital uh vinyl and then, or a digital record player, excuse me. And then, um, so that definitely inspired my jazz type of, like the tape reminiscence, definitely that type of mm. style. And then I've always just been, I, I know a lot of producers already do, this is nothing new, but just video games, Game Boy, PS2, PS1, oh yeah, GameCube. You can always find some good samples in that shit. And then recently I started sampling vhs and i have this one board that i was doing podcasting out of this uh the, this equipment it's called the pod track zoom pod track but you can sample vhs i have like a little vhs uh tv and then i like go thrifting for vhs and shit and that's fun um you can mm. find some good shit on vhs but i'm always just sampling different shit for sure yeah um Especially the video games, that brings me, that reminds me of, um, the time that Uzi, uh, sampled Monkey Ball, um, but there's a lot of different examples of that out there, and, uh, especially the jazz, or, like, older rock, or stuff like that, that, that all is, um, used for some pretty good sampling beats, uh, I, I do a lot of sampling myself, I even have, um, I, I use the, uh, MPK Mini, uh, three and that like is just solid for anything that i'm trying to do with sampling um right. but even like any kind of sampling softwares and stuff like that i have the og M- mpk mini and i fucking i don't know what i was thinking but at the time i thought that i could just plug that shit into reason and be able to do all the shit on it and you can you can connect it to any dar or whatever but the i like didn't Mm. take the disc and even do anything with it so i've never even like experimented with the software on that shit but in in the software is um honestly great because any other software it it's like they're all built start to end and mpc beats is like constant loops like you just make different 
bar loops and you just combine them and put them together and it's a lot easier to do sampling and and just like make something more loopy than like an actual full-on start to finish song um even though i do make full-on beats with that but yeah so um is was when did you start experimenting with vocals versus when you started doing beats like what was like did you have a battle between like whether you wanted to do just beats or just vocals or if you wanted to do both? I always knew I wanted to do, wanted to do both, but I started rapping first and that was when I was 13. And then I slowly started to make beats after that. And that's when I went through that stage of buying uh reason and all that. Mm. But yeah. I always knew um, I wanted to do both. And um, I remember this was around the time that I was getting into vinyl and all that stuff. So this was later, but I remember rhythm roulette, the episode of Mac Miller sampling vinyl and then doing like, you know, on on like the Larry Fisherman shit. Uh, Mm. That was just a big inspiration. I just thought that was hella cool. So like, but I always knew that I wanted to do both. So did you uh, plan on working with like, did you expect working with any other uh artists that you listened to or found uh like nasty or the other artists that you worked with um so basically when it when i first started like not at all i mean not at all but so as i started getting to that scene i I just kind of thought it was a pipe dream i didn't really know how to contact people and how to make things happen and some people i've mentioned this in other interviews but some people are more gifted or at least have the ends more or um Mm. you know are closer to people or Or have better situations yeah 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 or just that that artist specifically fucks with their music more but most of my shit basically point being is that's just been paid and i i admit that like um all the features that i i have i bought just straight up business and like i was saying before some people just do it differently but my process is that's just always worked for me. And that's how I've ended up getting things done and, and working with the people that I have, but it's, it's, it's business, you know, it's just how things are done. I would say sometimes. And, and, you know, it's different from like, if your friend, like basically saying like, if your friend makes music, like he probably isn't going to charge you. But if you're reaching, like if some dude from Africa is reaching out to your friend, he's probably going to charge. You know what I mean? It's like that type of thing. Yeah. Where yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't live like point being is I don't live in around any of these dudes. I live in a small yeah, town. So like, I don't have the ins. I don't do shows. I don't have any really connection besides just, Hey, like I want you on my song. Here's some bread. And then we make some cool yeah. collabs and shit. And then it's just kind of that thing. It's, it's, it's really all in my head. I would say I'm in my own world with this music shit. I don't get too concerned with the drama and the politics and the shows and, and all that i'll go to some sh- i'll go to shows I'll, I'll you know i'll be in the crowd or whatever but i'm not performing i i just that just has always worked for me it's a process and um everybody has their own way of doing this and that's just always been me of kind of it's always just been in my room type of shit and then collaborating with a bunch of dudes and and having a more personal experience i would say yeah yeah yeah, that lines up pretty well. I, I, I'd agree with that. I, I've always been one to want to travel just because I live in 
a small town, but um, even then, I mean, I'm going to be uh, doing some staging jobs, uh, setting up some concerts and stuff like that. So that would be cool. Uh, hopefully get some. Honestly, the best thing is networking. If you know one person that knows five other people that are in the game as well, you know those five other people or you can get to those five other people. And that's that's why it's great to know people like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want but, to say that all the, all the people that are featured that I feature are, are people that I'm, I'm fans of and, and big fans and support them and, and support their music. So it's not like a, a cloud chasing thing or anything like that. I always try to work with people that I'm inspired by and, and that I want to work with. So. Yeah. Um, for like finding your passion in music, what do you think is like the best tips uh, especially for beat making, like starting out. Well, there's definitely a, a point. I mean, you got to, you got to sample somebody, right? You got to see somebody doing something. I mean, that's just how the world works. Like, you know, you see somebody doing something it inspires you and then you make your own style. Um, I also think there's a, a barrier where everything's already been done. Like we were saying with the Game Boy or the, you know, the, the game shit, everyone does that. And I think it's just mm. finding, finding the type of style of beats that you want to make, but like realizing that everything's already been done. So like you can, you can make different styles of shit. You can make your own sounds, you know, you could sample fucking a bird outside and, and do so much with that even, you know what I'm saying? But point being is you have to put it into a category at the end of the day and you really have to kind of box yourself in of like what what type of beats do i make what type of beats can i make and for me i would say i'm not even really a producer i'm a producer for myself and then i'll produce mm. and send it to shit and i like to have other people hop on my beats just because it gives me gratification or it gives me like okay like maybe my production isn't fucking garbage you know if other people can rap on it that means something but yeah um I just produce for myself, but a good producer can do di multiple different genres. They can do pop, they can do hip hop, they can do literally whatever. I mean, that that's an ultimate producer from, to, in, in my opinion, but there's no problem with sticking to a certain, certain genre and, and building off that and whatever it is. Before I get into the next topic, uh, just a quick little break. I wanted to discuss one of your songs. Um, if you remember the process or the production process of uh, your song Power Mad, um, do you remember how that was and, you know, just just the production of that entire song in your vocals? I like I like when people ask me about my songs because it's I don't know. I think a lot of people these days and I and not a lot. Sorry, maybe. Maybe a small portion of people these days just have very bare music and they don't really have a message behind shit and and that just kind of irks me like i think there should always be a message in a in a whole entire thing but anyway that song was basically it's sampled from obviously fairly odd parents but it's the episode where timmy is wishing all his video games and all that shit that cosmo and wonder are like making him or like or like mid and they're like trash so he's like I want something real, like wish me, you know? And so basically the point of that song is me wishing as like looking back at myself when I was younger and wishing I want all this stuff. I want to be a rapper. I want all this stuff. And then as it like keeps progressing, 
it's kind of like wished me out the game, like what I keep saying on that shit, because I was, and this is, this has progressed past the point. I, I've kind of overcame this, this type of negative headspace, I would say, but it was at a point where I was just very overwhelmed with what I had wished myself into, if that makes sense. But to go to your yeah. question about the production, I sampled a video game. It was one of the, it was one of the fairly odd parents PS2 games or a Game Boy game or some shit like that. I think it was PS2 because the Game Boy might have been before that time. But I'm, I, yeah, wait, they, no, I think they had a Game Boy game. But <laughs> anyway, it was one of the PS2 games, and I just found, I just found a sample, and then it was just very euphoric, drugged out, and I don't know. I would say I don't, I don't really like my production on that shit. I think it's kind of mid, but I mean, you just, I mean, it, yeah, every it's song. Just, you got to look at it in the perspective because one thing that I will tell people is when you listen to music and you haven't gone to a studio and you haven't seen people produce music, you listen to music like everybody else. If you go to a studio and you listen to how people make music and you experience like the work that they put in this stuff, even if you think that it sounds a little bit mid to your, you know, basic music ears. You have to like dive into the music and you have to realize that like someone sat there and made that entire thing with intention to release it because they liked how it was. And you have to, you know, read that music and listen to that music. Just how, like how they made it. So with, with, with that in mind, you listen to song, like I listen to that song Power Mad and, you know, I kind of just had the mind of the production and the work behind it and stuff like that. So. And when and when that song dropped, I was I was satisfied with the production, but it's just always a growing process, you know. So, just yeah, true, and that, and that's another thing too. It's good to have your stuff out that you may have put out earlier, but if you have grown and you gotten better, you like to you know show people the better stuff that you've put out, definitely, and how you've grown. So, yeah, for sure. Um. But moving on to the next kind of major topic that I want to talk about, uh, your thoughts on like this generation's music stuff, um, which yeah, I know it's going to be a tough conversation, but don't um, <laughs> don't don't even get me started, man. But for young starting artists, how like easy, hard when it comes to either work or luck, of you know just how people start their career with social media or anything like that how what where's the line with that well the luck comes from being in the position from grinding i mean you don't you don't just get lucky people don't really understand luck i would say in this type of industry it's you get lucky because you've been grinding or doing things for years and years and years and then somebody happens to cross paths with you that's luck because you were lucky to be in that situation yeah. it's not just that you wake up you post a song, post Malone style and like blow up or, you know, whoever like type shit. I think that that type of wave and that easiness and that accessibility is totally is just oversaturated at this point. But I mean, there also is a, a layer of it of seeing seeing opportunities and making the best of those opportunities. And like you said, you're in a small town. I think in some respects, people that live in small towns, if they really do it right, learn how to make opportunities for themselves versus somebody that's in a big city because they learn 
that there's a venue down the street. They learn that there's big artists around them. They learn and they don't really have to make all this shit themselves and, and learn how to be an entrepreneur and, and contact people. So there's a whole nother layer of luck and stuff like that to actually going out and making opportunities and seeing things and just having that entrepreneurial type of mindset and being able to make the most with the least. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I honestly agree with that because if you're right, if you, you know, you can't just get lucky if you don't have nothing to get lucky off of. You have to have been working on stuff. And a lot of the people that do get lucky are the people that have just been reposting and reposting and reposting because they just want it to, like, get out there. Mm-hmm. Which I see happens a lot more now because a lot more people are appreciating these up-and-coming artists. Um, but yeah, I like Post Malone. Uh, and that wasn't a diss to Post Malone or anything because he's been grinding like for years, yeah. even before he was discovered. So, I mean, that's not really even an accurate representation because no one gets no one gets to a certain place without years of work and stuff like that. But just saying that I, I would say that Post Malone's career did explode overnight because of a song. And it was a sort of it's a it's the exact situation. He was he was lucky that he exploded because of years. But I think, like I was saying, sorry to just kind of cut you off, but I think it is a bigger thing now where that that type of situation isn't really reality anymore i don't think that i think the underground is struggling right now man there isn't really a lot of people that are i don't know you know i would say like there there are certain people i can name right now that are running the underground that are going to every show that are getting huge i mean there's stars in the underground but i wouldn't say it's just it's not the same anymore as far as people kind of like becoming mainstream and, and going from underground to mainstream. And, and there's kind of just, I don't know, it's a weird dynamic these days, but I think it's also a time period of experimentation and, and something better is to come. I think everyone knows this shit. I think everyone realizes it, that the underground's kind of fucked up right now and just not really progressing in the way that people want it to. And, and it's I also, think- it's also what you consider underground too, because, um, I mean, you go on Spotify and a lot of what you see on the surface of Spotify is artists that pretty much everyone listens to. And then you actually deep dive into like further playlists and further artists and you actually look and there's a lot of artists just in, you know, the country of the USA. I mean, there is a lot of artists, and a lot of those artists, you know, have 10,000, 1,000, 5,000, and that's still a lot of people, and there's just so many of those artists around there, and it's either that's the underground, or the people with, you know, hundreds of thousands of listens are the underground, so. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, there's there's definitely, it's, it's, yeah. it's definitely what you define as the underground. Less on, like, the AI, like, vocals and stuff like that, but more on, like, the AI plugins. There's been a lot of plugins recently that have been coming out for producers that will, you know, AI generate bass lines in or they'll AI generate drums or stuff like that. And that's always kind of been a little part of, you know, producing DAWs. They they have always had, you know, auto drum generators and stuff like that, but it's really been getting kind of crazy with, like, this generating full-on uh bass kicks or uh synths or stuff like that so what do you do you think that's more of a plus or 
um do you think that that could maybe go too far with just like not putting your own touch on the actual beat well two things right now is i don't i don't fuck with the ai art and i don't fuck with the ai like synthesized music shit obviously but to move on to your question i think that it's a tool and as this technology is being introduced into our generation i think it definitely there's a there's a lack of genuine genuineness or human interaction in general in our world nowadays it's not even music so i think it's more about adapting to the generation and just using that as a tool and using ai is what you can do but i definitely i don't do that i i i mean if i could mm. ai generate maybe a better 808 or a better you know but i wouldn't i don't know i mean i think at the end of the day you could even have an argument that a lot of these people that produce music aren't even musicians in the first place because they're just putting sounds together. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, in my, in my, I wouldn't even call myself a producer, like I said, because I think you aren't really a producer until you start involving instruments and you start really getting in the studio and you start doing shit like that. I mean, I think there's a barrier between just mixing sounds and, and together and doing stuff like that to really engineering sounds. And, but that's definitely on a different level. You know, I mean, if you can use AI to, I don't know. You know what I'm saying, though. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's just a generation like, thing. It's definitely a weird thing to decide on right now, and it's still an ongoing thought. But um, yeah, I've, I've, I mean, even myself, me, and other people, um, when it comes to even you know using the um, MK Mini, uh, I like to you know, tap in my drums and I like to tap in my, you know, snares and I, I like to do all that. I like to play the keys. I like to put that all in. I can't just draw stuff in on the DAW that it like almost like frustrates me because I need to just, it, need, it needs to be authentic for me. So I feel like that's a good example of like when it comes to some of the plugins, it just takes away that authenticness of just doing it. Or even if you're going to use, you know, even if you're going to go full on like, a full-on boom bat beep and you're going to actually use a full-on drum kit to record that those drums and you know stuff like that that's even more authentic so but i will say it's definitely a threat i honestly didn't really think about it as far as production wise i'm sure if people are more production based it would be a th more of a threat but i thought it more of like using ai to write songs and shit that like because yeah that's just gonna be that, totally that's even like way too far I mean, you like could, even like you unreleased use, yeah. music, the things that you've seen, been seeing. You could use ChatGPT to be like, oh, okay, explain a whole entire situation in ChatGPT and be like, write me a song about it. And then you'd have a pretty damn good song. So I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think at the end of the day, the proof is in the pudding. The curtain's eventually going to get, you know, lifted up that a lot of people aren't really musicians. I mean, sure, there's going to be people out there that are totally doing AI straight music and and it's gonna lose mm. its luster and and whatnot and i think the real musicians that are about the craft are gonna stick around and those that whole ai wave is gonna kind of pass but i think it'll always be used as a tool yeah yeah it's a, it's a it's a tricky subject for sure but um do you do you uh i i i for sure know i am like positive about this but do you think that you incorporate your life 
or with like the music do you kind of incorporate fashion with it and try to put i mean i can kind of see right now uh i like the fit but um with fashion and music how much do those incorporate with you in your life specifically well where i'm at right now i mean i'm 21 i'm going to college i'm pretty fucking broke right now so fashion isn't really a big thing for me but I just incorporate what I wear every day into my, into my image. I mean, what I'm wearing right now that I've had this jacket for years, like I just incorporate what I have into what I got. And I like buying clothes. I like shopping. I mean, obviously, but, um, when I'm doing all this shit and I want, I mean, all my music really go or all my money really goes to music at the end of the day, besides rent and the basic necessities. But I care more about this shit and investing in myself than I really do about buying a chain or buying a certain shit. I don't really, I don't really get the whole flex shit. And I, I think that wave is kind of like dying a little bit, but I mean, if you want to like, whatever, I mean, I think chains are cool. I have jewelry, but uh, I don't know. Definitely not a flashy rapper. I'd it's say. more of a, it's you're, you're, you would like to be, um, you'd like to wear your stuff, but you want to get to the goal first. You want to like grind and get there first so that you can be able to do stuff like that. And I, well, and I think another conversation I, and when I talk about like the gender, I'm just saying, when I talk about shit like this, I'm just talking about what I see. I'm not talking about anyone specifically. I'm not talking to, I'm just saying what I see, but I think sometimes people are so just invested in what they're wearing and the image and making it look like they're on something rather than actually being about the craft and being about the work and, and like backing up what you're saying. Cause I just mm. see a lot of people just on Instagram, just hyping themselves up, repping fashion. Like it's just, I don't know. And then just doing ignorant shit. A lot like, of pictures, but no songs. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think a lot, I don't know. I mean, I can, I can go deeper on it, but I think there was definitely a wave a couple years ago of doing ignorant shit and like fights and and no, i haven't seen anything like fights but just like doing ignorant like ignorance is popular these days like being ignorant and being it's like a it's funny it's funny to people i don't get it and it gets a lot of clicks and shit if you really know what i'm talking about just kind of like i don't know but you know what i'm saying i don't i don't know how to really ex extend I, I, on I, that. I, I get it i i see a lot of it i i scroll a little bit more than i probably should throughout the day but when i do i just i i see i i follow a lot of and my feed gets a lot of these young upcoming artists that are actually doing a lot of work to get where they want to get and i do appreciate that and i do follow a lot of that but some of the stuff i see it's like these people are like oh all these young artists are popping up so i want to you know hop on the trend but then it's all just pictures of them and not a lot of work and it's like, just stop with the flashy, stop with the trendy, just, just do, do the stuff. I would rather be, I'd rather be watching a video of you sitting in your room playing an instrument. <laughs> exactly. And when I say, I mean, I was definitely talking about ignorance as far as hip hop, but I think also just ignorance in the entertainment, the TikToks, all this shit, it's just all about just like ignorant, funny, like it's ignorance that's funny and, and like jokes and it just doesn't i don't know bro i mean everyone's got their own shit whatever like but i've just never fucked with i haven't fucked with really where the world is going and the platforms that we use since like 2016 i'm still on i'm still on instagram snapchat 
and and that's about it bro i I don't be doing the discord i don't be doing like i don't be doing all that the tick i don't i don't know man and maybe i'm just getting old i literally i literally only have instagram for business stuff and that's it i cut myself off everything because i was like i you know it's it's even instagram even having in a business instagram I can still like look through reels and stuff like that. Even, I mean, I have YouTube so I can like look up YouTube video if I need to know how to do something, even looking through like the YouTube shorts and stuff like that. It's still there. And it's just, you know, I, I, I I will admit that social media was a lot more in my life earlier in my high school years. And I'm, I'm glad I cut it off, but I still have that like, want sometimes to just keep scrolling and i gotta just cut it off because i'm not even in politics i'm not even in any of that i i could care less to be honest (laughs) the last thing i'm gonna say about this too is i think i think the world's in a weird position right now where we're starting to get more and more platforms hulu you know i mean just whatever it is bro and people are like not just coming out with flies Distracted isn't a good word, but people used to be so, I feel like people used to be more concerned about the news. People used to be more concerned about just certain things. And and when our attention is so divided, like people really don't give a fuck anymore about whatever, like just about what they're doing. And that's not, I mean, I'm just talking more about like where our country is headed and and all that type of shit, uh, just the world and and all these new things that are how they're impacting our world and shit. But moving on. Yeah, I, I completely agree. But yeah, is there uh coming into some of these like uh closing topics, is there any like new projects or drops or any kind of future ideas that you wanna lay out on the table? Or do, is it is it more like conceited? No, nah, I I had talked about this on two other podcasts, but I'm dropping a new tape with Curb Goop soon. I don't know when I plan on maybe the summer, but maybe Halloween, but I'm just letting, letting it out there should be done by at least Halloween for at the very least. Um, and it's going to be dope. I don't want to say what the, what it's called or what it's inspired by really, but, um, it's really just like a VHS or it's a, it's a movie that I used to watch on VHS all the time as a kid and just making it into a project with curb. I hit him up, um, just bought some features from him we were going to do a whole tape together and um and yeah so that was made last summer and then i'm just promoting it getting on podcasts talking about it and then once people once all these podcasts release i'll release the tape just hoping it'll be a good rollout yeah no nice i i got one actor that i got in contact with from the movie that's in the movie that he did a cameo shout out for me and then I got a, I might have another actor on there. I don't know. I, I'm just talking to all these actors and trying to get promotion, trying to get on blogs, shit like that. Just trying to make some noise for this project. Um, but there's a lot of shit going on, a lot of tapes being made, a lot of collaborations. There's always shit going on, I would say. And then I've said this in other shit, but I would say my SoundCloud doesn't really represent my music right now. And I got a lot of shit on deck. So just yeah just keep watching i'm for i'm for the you know i'm really a soundcloud based musician i'm not on spotify any anything like that and i'm just going to keep creating keep pushing out music and just going at my own pace but just keep evolving myself and and 
I'm in it. I don't know. I'm in it for years, bro. I'm going to keep creating. Like there's nothing that's, I mean, I've made it this far. There's nothing that's going to stop me from making music. Maybe I'm not releasing it, but. Oh yeah, for sure. So. And just, and just continuing putting out stuff. It's the only way that you, that anyone will honestly get anywhere is if you just continuously, you know, keep working at it, whether you like what's happening or not, you just, keep doing it it's the same thing as a job <laughs> you might not like it at first but you just you know you keep doing it so that you can reach that end goal but yeah no um i do appreciate your work that's that's really cool that you know you're doing all this stuff and you're trying to um get all these people together i appreciate uh your love for all these smaller underground people that are also trying to you know get up there and i like the projects that you're doing trying to push out there as well so i would tell people stay tuned for that and um uh one other thing if there's like i I always ask everybody this that's on my podcast if there's one thing that you could implant in the young minds of our generation today that like could stick with them after the episode what would it be i would say you can do what you want to do. And, and this sounds so cliche and it sounds so stupid and, and people always say this shit, but it just, okay. It's like this. If you have a goal, let's just say, give me something, give me something. We're going to be spitballing. We'll spitball right now. Music production. We'll just, okay. we'll just stick with that. So let's say you want to be a producer. Okay. So Timmy wants to be a producer for, he has the idea. And Timmy can sit around and fucking wish that he wants to be a producer all day. He can imagine he wants to collab with people, but you have to get off. You really have to just chase shit. And once you chase shit, you level up and it's just, it's like Pokemon, man. <laughs> you know, your Pokemon fucking sucks at first, bro. And you go through and you got to battle different Pokemon. You, do, you level up, but everybody wants to go to the final four right off the bat, man. Everyone wants to go like catch Mewtwo right off the bat, bro, but it don't work like that. You got to level up and, and basically just, you got to understand your place in, in this industry or in wherever type of field you are. Um, and, and I would, I would say to another level of that is there's always going to be politics. There's always politics in life. And you just gotta, like, if you can't deal with politics in life, you're not going to be able to deal with politics in a, in a musical setting. And, and you just gotta be able just be yourself and just, make it your own thing and don't be too concerned about what what the bigger picture is or what everyone else is doing just do your own thing and keep grinding and and you can do what you want what you want i've seen things that i dreamed about come to fruition for me that i thought were never possible like you just learn a way you scheme you and and yeah i mean that's pretty much all, all i really have to say about that no no um and you know at first it always does sound cliche to just like actually do it or like do what you want or stuff like that but i mean in all sense it's true i mean that's the realest you can be is just you know get off your ass and actually do something (laughs) so but yeah no so is there any uh uh socials that you want to shout out anywhere that people can find some of your work and stuff like that um I would say easiest way to find me is just look up Warren K on, on just Google search, no space between the K and then all my socials are really there. I mean, I think my Instagram's like Warren K O two. You can just pretty much look up Warren K on Instagram. I got a Twitter too recently and I'm on SoundCloud. 
And then I'm on a site called Indie Amplify for people that want to book me for work or whatnot. Um, but that's pretty much all my socials. So Nice. Sounds good. Well, yeah, I do appreciate this interview and uh, your time. And I just send you off with saying, you know, keep the keep the stuff up and just keep pushing out there and keep doing it because one day you will have what you want as long as you just actually keep the work up. So, yeah, definitely, man. Uh, you too. Uh, I watched your podcast with Nasty. I was a big fan of that one. Like you said, I reached out to you and fuck yeah, bro. Just keep, keep grinding and shit. Same to you.